This little light of mine. Welcome to This Little Light of Mine, the podcast where we stand up for love and prioritize mental health, emotional health, and spiritual health in your life and in the lives of all people. Here's your host, James Powell. Hello and welcome to This Little Light of Mine. My name is James Powell and I'm so glad that you're able to join me for today's story episode. Years back, one of my first coaching clients was a woman named Liz. Liz was a vivacious woman in her 40s. She was a successful and well-paid advertising executive at a top agency here in Toronto. She had loads of friends, a great space to live, and well, you get the picture. She had everything that she thought should make her happy, but she wasn't. She knew deep down inside that this fabulous life wasn't who she was designed to be. She knew that she needed to make some change, so she jumped. At 40 and single, she quit her job and decided to travel the world. Liz followed her knowing and it transformed her life. Liz discovered that travel could change her life and it could change the world. By jumping, she learned that through travel, we can learn acceptance, gain humility, and experience childlike wonder. And these experiences can help us to create a safe space to remember and discover who we really are. As I worked alongside Liz while she gave birth to her own adventure travel company, she helped teach me the importance of transformational travel. Liz helped me to understand that transformational travel is an outer discovery adventure and an inner journey for the soul. Fast forward nearly a decade, and I found myself in a similar situation to Liz. I had everything on the outside that I thought should make me happy, but I wasn't. I was in desperate need of an inner transformation. I needed to find a space within myself where I felt safe enough and brave enough to jump. Working with Liz opened my eyes to the potential for self-compassion, healing, and growth that transformational travel can provide when you set the intention and open yourself up for an inner journey while you travel. My friend Rob from Out Adventures helped me to lock in that learning on a whole new level. In today's story episode, I'm going to take you to Peru, where my friend Rob from Out Adventures helped me to experience my own outer discovery adventure and inner journey for the soul. It was this inner journey where I made one of my own life-changing decisions to jump. It's back in September of 2019, and I was traveling without adventures on one of their gay tours through Peru, the Amazon, and Machu Picchu. I'm on this adventure with my best friend, nine gay men from across North America, an amazing woman named Pam, and our incredible Peruvian guide named Ale. As we explored the end of the Inca Trail and took in the sights of Machu Picchu, I knew I was supposed to be marveling at the ancient ruins, the stunning landscape, and watching in awe as the atmosphere high in the mountains changed from minute to minute. It was supposed to be a trip of a lifetime, and I guess it was, but not for the reasons I thought it would be. Instead of loving and appreciating every moment, I was angry. I was scared. I was torn up inside. And I felt like I was trapped in between two very 
very different realities. Let me rewind a bit and give you some of the backstory on how I got here. I took the advice of my new sponsor and I reached out to the therapist that he recommended. He was booked solid for weeks, but he had one opening for one single session, four hours before my flight to Peru took off. After a stressful month at work that included travel, competing to win the best new fundraising concept for children's hospitals across North America, team breakdowns, emotional confessions from team members, tears, never ever ending conference meetings, and a strange rash that covered 80% of my body, I could not wait to finally unplug, breathe, and just relax. My final, final hurdle before Peru was my introductory session with this new trauma therapist. I had wheeled my two fully packed suitcases into his office and I collapsed into the chair facing him. I was exhausted and I didn't have the energy or the time to keep anything hidden, so I let it all hang out. I need help, real help. And these 45 minute sessions, they're not gonna cut it. I unloaded and unpacked my life in under 30 minutes. And with a kindness and love that I have rarely experienced, he responded. I understand, I see you. And from what you've shared with me, you need some experienced trauma-informed care. I don't think the options we have here in Canada will provide you with a specialized attention and care that you need, but I have some thoughts and some personal connections that I think might help you. As we said our goodbyes and I grabbed my suitcase, he promised to have a few options in my inbox by the time my plane was to land in Lima. I didn't sleep a minute on that overnight flight. I was exhausted from battling to be seen and heard at work, confused and a bit disoriented from my first few months of sobriety, worried about the strange rash on my body, and excited for the adventure that lay ahead in Peru. As thoughts raced through my mind, I kept circling back to what the therapist had shared and offered. Why did he focus on trauma-informed care? I'm not traumatized. I just need to stop my addictive behavior. The other thought that kept racing through my head was, what did he mean about the lack of specialized care options in Canada? Why did he mention having personal connections that could help me? Was this some sort of referral scam where he was gunning for a personal kickback from my pain? What I wouldn't start to understand until months after this plane ride was the thoughts that I was having on that plane and during most of the trip ahead were long-standing trauma responses that told me not to trust others, and shame-induced trauma responses that told me that I couldn't trust myself either. And as I reflect back on this time of my life, and actually reflect back on most of my life, I can see how trauma and trust have been strange bedfellows. Growing up in the church, I was taught to submit to my leaders, but this teaching has been largely weaponized by pastors, bosses, leaders, partners, and politicians who have abused their positions as leaders by placing their own power, control, prestige, and profit before those whom they claim to lead. There are a small few, but as I look back, I can't come up with many people in authority or leaders that I've had that I can fully respect or trust. The belief that I've held on to for most of my life is, 
when you place your trust in those in authority, you get hurt. I get hurt. As we got off that plane, arrived at the first stop of our adventure, and regained Wi-Fi connections, instead of spending time exploring my surroundings and getting to know the others on our trip, I was busy exploring rehab options and making a mental list of pros and cons, questions, and to-dos for this next stage of my life. As the trip progressed, once again, I was feeling like a stranger. Without propping up my identity through sex, alcohol, or drugs, surrounded by a group of gay men, I didn't know who I was. Instead of being on the trip, it felt like I was watching the trip go by in a world that I knew I was no longer part of. Without sex, alcohol, or drugs, I could see how self-conscious, insecure, and afraid I really was, and probably had always been. As I walked through the motions of being on the trip and watched my own interactions and the interactions of the other gay men that I was surrounded with, I started to see how trained we were in our roles and how trained I was and who I thought I had to be. So many of us know how to be judgy, bitchy, drunk, fabulous, precious, materialistic, overly intellectual, over it, elitist, and overburdened. But as I kept watching our interactions without numbing myself, a faint new appreciation and understanding started to come over me. The roles that so many of us play and the masks that so many of us wear in an attempt to keep us safe, they do anything but. Instead of keeping us safe, they keep us separate and only serve as superficial shields to hide our deep-seated wounds from believing that we are not enough. And even as I had these sober thoughts and observations, I continued to beat myself up for not being like everyone else. As I trekked across the Amazon jungle, paddled jungle rivers, and climbed high above the jungle canopy, I was fighting an internal fight with myself. Why am I not enough? Why can't I just have fun and fit in like everyone else? Lord, why do I always want to be separate? yet at the same time feel the need and the desire for more connection. Is this my fear of opening up, sharing more of myself, and being seen by others? As we headed into the final leg of our adventure, I could feel resentment for my best friend growing by the minute. Here I was in a fearful space of growth and reflection, and part of me wanted him to be in that space with me, how dare he be having fun while I go through all of this alone? As I acknowledged this resentment and anger, another part of me opened up and asked to be heard. This part of me was terrified of what lay ahead on the other side of our trip. I was afraid of losing my best friend. I was afraid that the deeper I got into recovery, the more different we would become. I was afraid that moving forward meant losing those I care deeply about. Because didn't it always work out that way? As our out adventure in Peru reached its crescendo, we arrived at our day to tour the ancient ruins of Machu Picchu. The space was incredible and like nothing I have ever experienced. 
There was no question why Machu Picchu is considered one of the seven wonders of our world. We were all in awe of the natural beauty and the mind-blowing architectural feats that the Inca Empire constructed so many years ago. As we hiked up the mountain, I told the group that I was going to speed ahead so that I could spend some time alone in this spectacular setting. I needed this time to go within and to have a conversation with the being I call God. Lord, thank you for bringing me to this time and space. Here I am on this beautiful trip with my best friend and a group of other great people, yet I feel broken, alone, and disconnected. I crave depth and authentic connection, but at the same time I feel cut off from giving and receiving that in my life. I'm terrified of what lies ahead and how exposed I know I will need to be in order to heal myself. I'm so desperate to look good, keep up appearances, keep everything together, and control the world around me. And I'm just exhausted. I feel like I'm going crazy, and that I have nothing left to give. I know I have to ask for help, but I'm terrified to share what's really been going on in my life with my parents, and I have no idea how to even broach this topic at work. Help me. Now. I took some deep breaths, and as I looked over the edge of the mountain and watched the clouds whisk by, a strange settling came over me. Lord, my mind seems to be all over the place right now, but as I breathe in and look over this space, Thank you for helping me to know that all I need to focus on right now is getting the best care for myself. I am ready to heal, and I've waited my entire life to get to this point. I'm finally at a place where I can put my care and my healings as my number one priority. Thank you for bringing me to this space. Help me to stay in this place of knowing and to keep my trust in you. Help me to face my own darkness so that I can fully love and heal myself. I took several more deep breaths, and as I looked out into the clouds, I knew that it was time. I was having a spiritual crisis. Every part of me knew that it was time for me to let go of the false identities, the false concepts, and the false beliefs that I had been holding on to for dear life. I could see that it was my own clinging to my past and to old beliefs that no longer served me. These were the things that were keeping me sick. It was time for me to jump, but would a new net appear? The only thing I knew for sure in that moment was that this trip and the decisions I made on it would change my life forever. It was time for me to jump. Wow, when I think back to that point in my life, I'm able to access many of the uncomfortable feelings that were going on inside of me. Those uncomfortable feelings were laying the foundation for incredible growth. And the decisions that I made on that mountain, those were decisions that took my breath away and altered the trajectory of my life. On that mountain, I started a new healing process that included trusting myself by making decisions where I said yes to what I knew deep in my body and in my soul that I needed to do. 
On that trip, I experienced some of the many benefits my coaching client Liz had in mind as she built her own transformational travel company to spread, as she calls it, the gospel of travel. Liz now helps women from around the world find joy in their own wellness journey, and she does it through travel. Here's a handful of tips that Liz shares with her travel clients that I think might be applicable to all of our lives right now. Number one, step outside of yourself. Instead of doing you, use travel as an invitation to be fully you, the you without the masks. Two, talk to strangers. You know that old adage where we tell kids not to talk to strangers? Well, guess what? We're not kids anymore. Reach out and connect with other humans. Be with them, learn from them, and experience life with them because we expand through new relationships and connections. And finally, three, do something that scares you. Travel can be a time of extreme growth through experimentation where you challenge yourself to be fully you. Be fully alive. Who might you be if you started practicing these tips right now? Transformational travel is an incredible set and setting to embrace and experience the fullest expression of your being. And we each have the opportunity to choose to be that person right now. It's not the travel that creates the opportunity. It's you who gives yourself the full permission to be alive while traveling. And you can give yourself that full permission with every breath you take. What's standing in the way of giving yourself full permission to be fully and authentically you right now? When you go inside and listen to your knowing, are there areas of your life where you know you need to make a decision that will take your breath away? Oh yeah, and remember that rash covering 80% of my body that I was concerned about while in Peru? What I later discovered? That was a stress-related rash that simply disappeared after I made the decision to jump. Talk about the power of our brain-body connection. My emotional chaos created a physical issue to get my attention. I wanna thank you for joining me today and I'm looking forward to connecting with you in two weeks time where I will be joined with Bonnie Violet. Bonnie is a trans femme, genderqueer, spiritual drag artist, digital chaplain, and host of a Queer Chaplain and Splintered Grace podcast. Bonnie will be joining me to talk about the documentary, Pray Away. Have you had the chance to check out Pray Away? It's the recent conversion therapy documentary on Netflix. Bonnie and I will be talking about what we found helpful, hurtful, and what we hope for should a possible part two be in the works. And to learn more about transformational travel, I would encourage you to reach out to Liz at The Archer Group and Rob at Out Adventures. Their information is listed in today's show notes and on today's episode page at www.thislittlelightofmine.ca. And before I go, I want to remind you, you are loved unconditionally by God who made you exactly as you are. You, your heart, your mind, your body, your spirit, your gender expression, your sexuality, and the way you love, they're all created perfectly in God's image. And you were created on purpose. And your purpose is to fully love yourself, to be fully alive, to connect deeply with others, and to share your love with the rest of the world. Because you matter, you are needed, you are wanted, and most of all, you are loved. Everywhere I go.
Thanks for listening to This Little Light of Mine. To learn more about our guests today and for links from our show, visit www.thislittlelightofmine.ca. If you enjoyed this episode or feel that it could bring love and acceptance into someone else's life, please like, rate, review, and share so that we can build our community and bring more love into the world for all people. Now go and let your light shine bright because you are loved. shine.